Johnny Allred paused one last time to look the place over. The old stone ranch house, the spring with its well-kicked leaky stock tank, the little half-caved-in root cellar, the bent and weathered corrals, the leaning bunkhouse made of old railroad ties from up at the Sago mine camp, all of it once his. Settling down into the hard metal seat, he pushed the stick forward, dropped the blade of the old D-4 Caterpillar bulldozer, and got to work. This would be the last time for him, now that the place was sold. His last few days working the all-red ranch, the too-lazy-for-you. Spitting a wad of brown chew out and nearly hitting his beat-up Texarkana cowboy boots, he stomped on the left brake, turning the old yellow paint-chipped machine towards the corrals. He'd worked this place for years, all his life, really, improving the old dirt road up to the mesa, channeling the spring, blading a little here and a little there, making a nice flat spot for the cattle-loading chute, moving a rock from over here to over there, that kind of thing. He'd gradually put the place in order, making it one of the nicest spots around, a pleasant ranch that stock and people alike gravitated to with its big Fremont cottonwoods shading the spring and protectively bending over the old house. To the locals, the mesa was called Johnny's Up in the Rocks, shortened from the original Johnny's Place way up there on the mesa in the Red Rocks. That particular Johnny had been his crusty old grandfather, who had homesteaded the place long ago. Ironically enough, Johnny thought, all his work had ultimately contributed to the place's downfall. Who would have thought this remote and red rock-strewn mesa would have fallen into the greed of somebody who didn't know a gnat's ass from a jackass? He spat again, this time with a little more force. And now, as part of the sales agreement, he was supposed to keep working on the ranch even though he didn't even own it, widening the little road that went on up to the arch, cleaning up some of his hundred-year-old junk, and hauling out the well-composted piles of cow manure from the corrals. Hell, those piles were so old they didn't even smell unless you stirred them up. Besides, cow manure should be part and parcel of a cattle ranch. He spat again in disgust, his last bit of chew. As he turned the old cat in through the corral gate, he accidentally caught the edge of the blade on a brace, pulling an old juniper post out of the ground. He cussed and jumped off the machine, half-heartedly pushing the half-rotten bark-draped post back into its hole. Johnny was bitter, even though he was now a wealthy man. The damn bank was the one who told him he'd had to come back and clean up the place, not the new owner. Shoot, the new owner had told him that he liked the rustic look of the ranch and wanted to preserve it. That was, of course, back when the bastard was still trying to deal directly with Johnny, writhing around Johnny like a rattlesnake high-centered on a prickly pear. No, Johnny thought, that's a disservice to the snake. A rattlesnake was at least straightforward and honest. Johnny pulled himself back up onto the cat and commenced pushing manure from one pile into another. Rotten and green underneath, the odor made him take out his bandana and wrap it around his face. He felt like some sort of bandito. The stronger the smell of methane got, the more combustible Johnny's temper got until he was ready to explode. In the course of scraping the corral, he managed to pick up a long-buried tangle of old barbed wire and get it twisted in the edges of the blade. Trying to lift it off, he cussed the old fool who'd left it there, probably his own long-gone father, then gave up and put the old machine in reverse. As he backed up, the involved mass, 
probably collectible barbed wire in places like Santa Fe, if he'd only known, pulled tighter and tighter, refusing to release. Johnny gunned the cat, tracks spinning in the slick compost. Finally his right track found traction, the whole shebang jerked backwards, and the barbed wire pulled free, followed by a thundering crash. It had taken the corner post of the barn with it. The wire had been wrapped around an old cable which, after snaking under the manure pile, had somehow mysteriously been joined to the hundred-year-old picturesque building. Johnny sat there in awe for a while, then drove over to the barn, attached a chain to the other side of the wobbling structure, and commenced to clean up the place. After all, that's what they'd wanted.'